0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup. So you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply.
1: Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove podcast. We are recapping the Super Bowl, uh, talking about people we're happy for. We're going to talk Kyler Murray. Uh, and his little meltdown, and a little bit of Aaron Rodgers on this podcast as well. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast.
0: From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Hey, good what you got cooking? I'm about cooking something
1: Welcome into an all-new Sports Stove Podcast. I'm your host, Vince Stover. And uh, it's been a while since I've done a solo pod, but uh, today we're going to give it to you. Today's episode is presented by Belly Up Fantasy Baseball Live, starting next Sunday, February the 20th. And every Sunday following at 8 p.m. on Sunday evenings, Kevin Wilson and myself will uh, give you the latest fantasy baseball news And uh, we start the show off with uh, player rankings for pitchers. That'll be February the 20th. And each week, we'll give you player rankings leading up to our live fantasy baseball draft. And then throughout the season, we'll keep you up to date on all the the needed uh, pickups and drops and waiver claims and all those good things, as well as all the current baseball news that's going on. So looking forward to bringing that to you. That starts Sunday, February the 20th at 8 p.m. Make sure you tune in on Belly Up Fantasy's Facebook page. And Twitter page will also be live on Tiki Live and uh, the Belly Up Sports TV network that you can get if you have a Roku TV. You can download the Belly Up Sports app and catch us there. Uh, just where, like, you can catch this show, the Sports Stove, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can catch Belly Up Fantasy Baseball live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. All right, we're the morning after the Super Bowl, and uh, what a game it was! I thought, at least, it was an entertaining game overall. And it started off, by the way, great. I want to give a shout out to Mickey Guyton and the National Anthem, in my opinion, top three Super Bowl National Anthem of all time. So uh, great performance and a great job there as well. The game, you know, it it had an opportunity, didn't it, for the legend of Joe Burrow? Um, He gets the ball with, what, a minute 25 or so left, and uh, it can't make it happen. And, uh, the Rams end up on top 23 to 20. I want to start talking about the Bengals before we get to the Rams. Uh, Joe Burrow, he had a great game, only 11 incompletions, 22 of 33, 263 yards and a touchdown. He got sacked seven times. And we talked about it throughout the season with the Bengals. One of the, um, negative things about them is their offensive line. And we'll discuss that more in a moment, but. Uh, seven sacks. They had the one trick play where Joe Mixon threw the touchdown. So that was successful. Joe Mixon had 72 yards on 15 carries, an average of 4.8 yards per carry. Uh, he had five catches for one yard. Uh, so that, that aspect didn't work great. T Higgins, great game. Four catches, 100 yards, two TDs. A reminder for us Packer fans. T Higgins could be on the Packers, but we skipped him to draft Jordan Love. Uh, Jamar Chase, five catches, 89 yards. Tyler Boyd, Uh, A really good game, five catches, 48 yards, but he had one crucial drop there in the fourth quarter as well. The defense played well. They had two interceptions uh, in the game, important interceptions. They both came at at interesting times. The first one was early in the game. The second one uh, there before halftime and uh, gave them an opportunity if they could go down and score and then get the ball back at the half. It didn't turn out that way uh, for the Bengals. Again, there was some letdown on the offensive line which uh, really hurt them. They had two sacks on defense. Uh, their big pickups. Uh, uh, Hendrickson and Reeder, both with the sacks and, uh, and really played well. Generally speaking, I mean, they held the Rams to 23 points. That's a, that's a pretty good, pretty good night in most cases. And uh, they just weren't able to convert on their own end. You look at Los Angeles Stafford, 26 of 40, 283 yards. He had three interceptions and two touched, uh, three touchdowns and two interceptions in the evening. Uh, it was only sacked twice. Cooper Cup had the trick play and overthrew Stafford on a fourth down, and it looked like maybe that was going to be the game. But the defense held for Los Angeles. They didn't run the ball well at all. Uh, Cam Akers, thirteen touches, twenty-one yards. Cooper Cup had a seven-yard run for a first down that was crucial on fourth down. Um, throwing the football, it was all Cooper Cup. Right, eight catches, ninety-two yards, two touchdowns. Beckham had the the touchdown catch early and then blew out his knee, so. Uh, They were able to overcome that by Cooper Cuff's great, really fourth quarter um, there as well. Defensively, like we said, seven sacks on the night. Uh, Aaron Donald had two, Von Miller had two as well. And of course, Donald had that crucial play on fourth down at the end of the game that forced Burrow just to toss it up there uh, and fall incomplete. No interceptions, but uh, and they had the one missed extra point. Uh, that almost came back to hurt them. They didn't count as a missed extra point as a bad snap and uh, and and ultimately didn't go against the kicker on that one. But nonetheless, the Rams come out on top. Uh, I was looking at this Rams team. I, I'm happy for uh, Matt Stafford, right? He spends his whole career in uh, Detroit and never even sniffs a Super Bowl. His first year in L.A. with a stacked roster, this Rams team went all in, and uh, and it worked for him. Uh, you know, will it hurt him in the future, maybe, but uh it worked for him at this point. Stafford gets his ring. I'm happy for him. I always thought he was a very good quarterback that uh just in a bad situation. Yes, he had some guys with him throughout the years, thinking mainly Calvin Johnson, but um they never had a complete team around Matt Stafford. And I think it showed and it shows what he could do. He wasn't perfect, right? The two interceptions. It, it wasn't pretty necessarily all the time, but I'm happy for Matt Stafford, happy for Cooper Cup. He's a kid that puts in, I said kid, he's a man that puts in a lot of work, and and it shows he's, he's done it the right way from everything that we can see, and you like to see people like that rewarded. Another guy like that would be Aaron Donald, happy for him. He has uh, uh, fought hard for this ring. He has been the most dominant force on defense now for several years, and again, he goes about the business the right way. Uh, he's respected among players and, of course, among his team and uh and so great for him to get his first ring and then von miller's another guy yes he won in denver but uh to see him you know serve his time in denver well and then they moved him to los angeles to free up some cap space that looks like that might backfire on him but uh von miller gets gets another ring and i think that's great great for him as well moving forward the rams obviously don't have high draft picks uh don't have a ton of draft picks so they're going to have to find a way now to keep keep this team together as best as possible and continue to piece together uh this team and and uh, and make another run at it. Coming into the season before the season started, the Rams were one of the teams that were picked as the favorites to go to the Super Bowl. Uh we talked about them highly here in the offseason before in our season previews and things like that as well. But that being said, um, you know, they made it work this year and congratulations to Sean McVay and to the Los Angeles Rams. I honestly don't believe I know anyone who's a Rams fan. Um, I'm trying, to, I've racked my brain on this. I, I don't know anybody that's a Rams fan. So I don't have any friends to call and congratulate or text and congratulate, but uh congratulations Rams on your Super Bowl uh winning effort here uh, last night. Uh let's talk about the Bengals for a minute. This is a team that is that is built for the future. And they have pieces still that they need to fix, right? That offensive line mainly. So you look at coming into this year and the draft, you're going to want to draft at least one starting offensive lineman in this draft. But ultimately, it's going to come down to free agency. Go out and find some guys, um, some good, solid veterans that can come in and immediately bolster your offensive line. The defense has played well, especially here late in the season. But they played well relatively all season. Hilton had a great year Uh, At the cornerback position, Bates is a phenomenal safety. Um, They have adequate linebackers and and a good D-line. So the focus has to be on that offensive line here this offseason. And you've got to protect Joe Burrow. He took that one hit late and and limped off and looked bad at first. Didn't seem to affect them necessarily moving forward. But the O-line was a problem. So Cincinnati, they've got some work to do uh, uh, for sure. From there, Super Bowl is done. The NFL season is done. So now what do we move to? We move to free agency. Uh, we move to the coaching staffs being filled out. We move to the draft. We move to USFL football. Uh, we move to college basketball and everything else that's going on. Hopefully we move to baseball soon as well. All that's a little bit up in the air as well. We are doing a shortened version of the show uh, today due to lack of sleep, but um, I do have some more things to talk about. Before we talk about them, though, I want you to hear a quick word about the sports podcast awards. As the voting is still open, you can still help our program win a sports podcast award. So we'll hear a quick word on that. We'll come back with some more football news in just a second.
0: What's going on, Belly Up Sports fans? Thanks for tuning in to the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. We have some really exciting news for several Belly Up Podcast Network shows. The Sports Stove Podcast, the Rough Cut SportsCast, and here in Puckburg have all been nominated for a Sports Podcast Award. So head on over to Sportspodcastawards.com and make sure to vote for the Sports Stove Podcast for Best College Sports Podcast and Best News and Current Affairs Podcast. Vote for the Rough Cut SportsCast for Best American Football Podcast and vote for here in Puckburg for best winter sports podcast again that website is sportspodcastawards.com thanks for being the best part of Valley Up Sports we are what they aren't
1: all right. So there's all the information you need to know about the sports podcast awards. And again, we, we ask for your vote. Our uh, sports stove podcast has been nominated for best news and current affairs podcast. And then our local hour that airs on Wednesdays, uh, nominated for best college sports podcast. And, uh, so we, we humbly ask you to go to sportspodcastawards.com, uh, go to those categories and vote for us uh, to win. And we appreciate your support. Uh, it has been, phenomenal especially in this new year the month of january was amazing uh we tripled our our podcast downloads and uh, so we thank you for listening and supporting us um already this month we had uh let's see here, last wednesday's episode has our highest downloads of all time and uh, so we we just uh, humbly thank you for your support of this podcast for listening and would always love to hear from you uh you can always email us the at stove at gmail.com and uh, you can always reach out on social media, Twitter, Instagram, at Sports Stove. And uh, let us know what you think and what's going on there. Two topics I want to discuss here in this episode, uh, when it comes to NFL news, the Kyler Murray stuff has gotten rather interesting, hasn't it? Um, it was last week, early last week, Kyler Murray re- erased, deleted, removed all pictures, anything related with the Cardinals on his Instagram account. Um and you know, there was a little bit of confusion exactly why what he was mad about why why is this happening and then the report came out that uh he feels like he's the scapegoat being used as the scapegoat for their playoff loss and there's a number of things that go into this first of all the the cardinals had a great start to the season again this year and then fell off at the end of the regular season and 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 couldn't win in the playoffs they were they were dinged up DeAndre Hopkins wasn't there J.J. Watt wasn't healthy. Uh, They had running back issues throughout the season uh, with health and things like that as well. But uh, they they should have had enough talent to win and be good still, and they weren't. Now, I've said many times on this program that I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury as an NFL head football coach. I I don't think he's a guy that can get you to the Super Bowl. Um, I'm not not a Kingsbury fan. I I, I don't dislike him necessarily either, but I don't trust him. He's not a guy that I look at and go, yeah, that's the guy I want in charge of my football team. Uh, but Kyler Murray's an NFL quarterback, and everyone knows NFL quarterbacks, they're going to take the blame when things go bad, and they're going to get the praise when things go good. That's just the way life is in the NFL. Now, I know he's still on his rookie contract, and that's about to change. But if you're going to be so sensitive that you can't handle criticism when your team bows out early, when you have a loaded roster, guys like Zach Ertz, Christian Kirk still there. He had a good season. AJ Green, eh, okay, um, decent running backs. O line was okay. The defense has has some stars stars on it as well. Even without Hopkins, it seems like that team should have been better than they were at the end of the season and in the playoffs. But again, an NFL quarterback's going to going to take that heat, and you've got to expect it. You got to know it's there. And I think it's just a sign of, of, and I know millennials hate this. I know that the younger generations hate hearing uh, older people discuss how pathetic they are. But h- how sad is it that uh, an adult getting paid a lot of money to play a game is throwing a hissy fit over some criticism? It, to me, it blows my mind. I don't understand why. Um, I, I don't grasp and, 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 and truly understand how someone in such a fortunate situation can be so petty. And Kyler Murray, I think he's a phenomenal athlete. I think he's a very good NFL quarterback. I think he's a guy that could be a superstar if he's not already. And here he sits crying about being a scapegoat. Now I can understand the frustration with people within the organization blaming him. I can understand frustration with that. Sure. But at the same time, you've got to know what are they going to do? They're not going to move on from you. They're still going to pay you. Um, you know, it is what it is. Take the criticism and lead the team and do better next year. Uh, be the quarterback that you want to be, be the quarterback that they need you to be and, and get paid millions of dollars to play a game. And Kyler Murray, it's really disappointing to see this attitude out of him right now. And again, the pettiness of deleting stuff off of social media—I don't understand it. Uh, Maybe I'm too old. I'm I'm in my upper thirties. Maybe I'm too old to grasp how effective this this could be. But I just sit here and shake my head and go, "Why? What's the point?" Uh, There, there's been some positive things in his career already. You know, why try to erase? What has been, and um, that's just the mindset that that he has, and honestly, that generation seems to have. And if things don't go perfectly, then it's you know arms up in the air, blaming other people, and uh, crying about not getting your way, and it's sad. Kyler Murray is too good of a football player; Uh, he has too much impact in the lives of young people that look up to him to act this way. It, It just is not good. And uh, and I'm disappointed in it. Another person who I've been disappointed in is Aaron Rodgers. Now I'm a Packer fan, have been my entire life. And uh, going into this this year around the draft, uh, about this time last year, uh, close to this time last year, we began to hear the rumbles. And Adam Schefter reported. And then later on, people were saying, you know.
0: When well, Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh,
1: hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere.
0: This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. /free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors.
1: And actually, he came out and said, well, I wasn't told that. I'm just reading the tea leaves. But... Nonetheless, it was true. Aaron Rodgers wanted out. Uh, he was upset with the situation in Green Bay. He was upset with uh, how things were being handled, how little they would talk with him. And honestly, when I heard Aaron Rodgers speak finally right before the season, um, I was against him up to that point. And then I heard him speak, and everything he said, for the most part, made sense. Um, he, he's he been there for 16, 17 years. Um, he, you know, why wouldn't you... Uh, let him help you attract free agents? Why wouldn't you at least let him know that you're drafting a quarterback? Why wouldn't you, uh, or why would you leave him in the dark on so many things? Um, But we've told you pretty much all season that uh, we feel like Rodgers is either staying in Green Bay or retiring. And the report came out uh, here that Green Bay is ready to go all in on Aaron Rodgers, give him an extension, pay him as much money as he wants, and uh, and work the financial situation. They're in a tight financial situation, but work it in a way that helps bring back the key uh, key players and, uh, and continue to make a run at the Super Bowl while Rodgers is still able to do so. Does that mean they move on from Jordan Love? Possibly. Trade him away. I don't know. Maybe they keep him as a backup and see what happens. Maybe Rodgers retires in one or two years. But at the end of the day, it's starting to look more and more like Rodgers is going to be in Green Bay next year. Now, I've said if he goes somewhere else, it's probably going to be Denver or Las Vegas. Um, Denver did a lot to 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 make it as appealing as possible to Rodgers, right? They when they traded Von Miller, it was to clear up cap space for Rodgers. They hired Nathaniel Hackett, a friend of Aaron Rodgers, uh, offensive coordinator of Aaron Rodgers. They hired uh, a another coach off the Packers staff. They they they're set up for Aaron Rodgers basically. They don't have a great quarterback currently in their situation. Vegas, on the other hand, they've got Derek Carr, who I think is a wonderful quarterback. They've got Josh McDaniels um, who should be able to make things work on offense in Vegas, if nothing else. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see kind of where, where that goes. But at the end, of the, I just still, I just, I've said it now for a while. It feels like Rodgers is either a Packer or retires. Now, if they traded him away, I, I've also said this, I think I could be okay with that. I think I could live with it, but, uh, Rodgers gives the Packers the best chance to win a Super Bowl next season. And, and from everything that we can see, the Packers understand that too. So at this point, I think it's right back to where we were. He's either a Green Bay Packer next season or he's retired. Could he retire? Amazingly enough, he could. And he's 38. He's talked a lot about, um, after football, he has plans and he doesn't want to be beat up and, and things like that. I, I would be surprised if he doesn't come back next season. But, um Not so surprised that I could never see it happening right he's a he's a very interesting fellow, so uh, I don't know we'll see we'll see how all that shakes down when it's all said and done and what Rogers ends up doing uh there as well all right uh I told you at the beginning of the episode that the episode is being presented today, my belly up fantasy baseball live and uh starting Sunday February the twentieth, Kevin Wilson and myself uh, will bring you the player rankings for pitchers. And we're excited to bring that to you. And, you know, it's funny, I, I was doing my research and began studying and preparing for um, uh, that and wanted to, uh, you know, be ready for for that whole uh, fun time of getting things together and, and and playing it out so that we could see exactly what was going on. And, you know what, I've, I've started doing the research on these pitchers, especially these starting pitchers, and it's interesting to see uh, where we are with it. The baseball season, we don't know when it's going to start, right? We don't, we're not exactly sure exactly what, what's going to happen with it all. But uh, as I was looking at other people's rankings, so I'll give you a few here. The Fantasy Pros has, in their pitching ratings, Garrett Cole, number one, Corbin Burns, number two, Scherzer, three, Walker Bueller four, Jacob DeGrom, five. Yahoo Sports has Cole, one, Burns, two, Bueller three, Scherzer, four, and Woodruff, five. And then ESPN has Shohei Atani, number one as a pitcher, followed by Garrett Cole, Corbin Burns, Max Scherzer, and Brandon Woodruff. And uh, it's intriguing to me to look and kind of see how these rankings are different. Um, Shohei Atani is number nine on the fantasy pros, uh, uh, site as, as pitchers. And he's not even in the top 20 for, uh, Yahoo's ratings. So, uh, it's going to be a fun list to go through. We go through it on Sunday again. You can find it on the fantasy Belly Up Fantasies Facebook pages and uh, uh, Twitter page, and then also streaming live on Belly Up Sports TV and the Tiki Live app. If you have a streaming TV and Apple TV, something like that, you can get it on Tiki Live and the Belly Up channel. Um, and we're going to go through these things. There's some players, you know, it's interesting that I that I look at that maybe were lower or not even in the top 20. On those other ones, I think a guy's like Logan Webb from San Francisco I expect a, a really good season out of him. Joe Musgrove in San Diego he's had some decent years um he's he's down in the eighteen twenty uh to yeah eighteen to twenty range in most people. I've got him a little higher, not much higher a little higher fifteenth is where I've got him at uh Robbie Ray now is in Seattle, so it'd be interested to see kind of his impact as well. Sandy Alcantara with Miami. Um, some people have him higher and lower. I'm a Brewers fan, so for me it's you know, and I, I try really hard to not be biased when I'm doing rankings or season previews and things like that. But Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, and Freddie Peralta are are all in uh most people. Peralta's the lower of of those grouping, of course. He's sixteen uh in fantasy pros. He is uh seventeen in Yahoo and ESPN has him uh, down at 18. So he's kind of in that general range. I've got him a little higher. I've got him sitting there at number 11 on my list. I've got Shohei Atani at number 10. Uh, and those are guys, you know, I look at with starting pitchers. I'm going to go swing for one early in my draft, my fantasy draft. Um, and then I'm going to kind of, Uh, wait around later to get, to get the rest of my pitching staff filled out. I'm not going to draft a reliever high. I will go for Josh Hader if he's there at the right time because he's a brewer. Um, and he's the best in the business, but uh, outside of that relievers, I pretty much wait till the very end to get my relievers and I'm a very active on the, uh, the waiver wire throughout the season with, I just kind of see who's getting the saves, add that to my team. And when they stop getting the saves, I get rid of them and add somebody else. And uh, with fantasy baseball, it all comes down, a lot of it comes down to how your league is set up, how many teams are in your league, those kinds of things. Do you have, um, you know, pitcher uh, uh, innings that you can only pitch so many innings, uh, starting innings, stuff like that. I was in a league last year, got into right before the season started and didn't realize that there wasn't an innings cap for your starters or a starting number of starts that you could have in, in a week and I was getting torched every week until I realized, oh, you can pitch as many guys as you want to. So you got to watch watch the rules of your league. But for me, pitching is kind of the back burner to some degree. It depends, though, if the draft starts and everybody's going batters, then then I'll go pitching. Might as well stock up on something, right? And then I'll I'll try to hit on the other positions uh, later on as well. But Kevin and I have a have a great time on the show. We'll be joined by uh, other people throughout the year. Uh, Dan Damico is going to come on with us uh this sunday he is the belly up uh belly up sports head uh baseball head at the department the baseball department and uh he's got a show as well and uh but he's going to join us we'll talk baseball and what's going on with the lockout and hopefully by next sunday we'll have an answer on the lockout i'm not super optimistic about that and i'm interested to hear your thoughts on this by the way do you think baseball is going to start on time do you think it's going to be delayed only a little bit do you think it's going to be delayed a lot let me know. Reach out on at Sports Stove on Twitter and Instagram uh, for that as well. But I'm really excited about baseball season uh, uh, getting started and, and rolling. And hopefully we, we have an answer soon on when that's going to actually be. But uh, we'll still be talking fantasy baseball every Sunday. I'm really looking forward to that. My goal is to give you. A portion of the fantasy baseball show on our Monday episodes um, we'll give you we'll see how it all breaks down maybe ten or fifteen minutes of mine and Kevin's conversation'll we'll, we'll put into the episode on Mondays uh, for you so you can get a little bit of fantasy baseball, but you can always catch us live like I said. On Sunday as well, especially with these player rankings and we're talking about those. Um if, if I can't take clippings from that show, then I'll just share some of my thoughts with you on those as well. Me and dad will be previewing the baseball season once we kind of know when it's going to start. Uh, we'll do that on our Friday show most likely um, and break those down. We got a lot of basketball stuff going on as well. And, uh, and college basketball, NBA basketball, the crazy trade stuff that went on. We talked about that on our Friday episode. So make sure you go back and listen to that. If you have any interest, uh, again, I think the 76ers are still not going to win a championship. I don't think James Harden is a championship player. And, uh, but you know, we will see, right? Uh, I've been, I've been wrong once or twice in my life. So I could be wrong about that as well. Uh, then we 've also got u um, s f l football we 'll kind of keep up with what 's going on with that once they announce the rosters and and uh, who 's going on there we 're going to talk a fair amount about that uh in the coming coming weeks uh as well and and I just love football uh the draft free agency the trades all that kind of stuff. I really geek out over that stuff so i 'm looking forward to talking about that and uh, my dad enjoys it also so we'll we 'll give you the preview of baseball season we 'll give you the draft stuff we'll we 'll have a mock draft. Um, last year, me and dad, uh, both did pretty well in our mock drafts. And so we'll bring that with you again. And, and we're diving into that research right now and getting that ready for you as, uh, as well. And so looking forward to that, um, you know, uh, we're going to bring in, we'll we'll have some more guests on as well. We'll talk a little bit of hockey. I don't think we have a huge hockey fan base, uh, that listens to the show. So we probably won't talk a lot of hockey, but, uh, we'll bring our friend Ryan back on to talk some hockey with us as well and uh we'll get Kevin on here from the fantasy baseball show and and talk some baseball here and there as well. Graham Wallace uh once we have some more answers on the lockout we'll have him back with us as well. well. Always love when Graham comes on uh also. So a lot of things coming up, but I will uh, uh humbly tell you a late night Sunday and an early morning Monday makes for a short so a short show uh today. So again, we thank you so much for your support. I I ask you please uh, go to sportspodcastawards.com and vote for the Sports Stove, both at uh, Best News and Current Affairs Podcast and Best College Sports Podcast. We need your help. It's only a small percentage that they use of the fan vote uh, in, in determining who is the the winner of these awards, but it does help. And uh, we ask you for your support. We thank you uh, for your support as well and for how you've listened and, and supported our show. It means the world to us. A reminder, every Monday and Friday – uh, we talk general sports. Uh, you can catch us live, belly up uh, sports TV on your Roku, Tiki Live on your Apple TV or other streaming devices. And we post a link where you can just watch through a web browser on our Twitter page at Sports Stove as well. Wednesday's episode is the local hour. We talk all things Eastern Kentucky University. And we've had some great guests. We have coaches or players on every week and uh, talk about EKU sports. And we'd love for you to tune into that. And, uh, and we're thankful for so many that have as well. Uh, all right. Congratulations. If you're a Rams fan, congratulations. Again, I don't know any Rams fans, so <laughs> there you go. Uh, I knew some when they were in St. Louis, but not a whole lot now that they've moved to LA. Uh, and Bengals fans, congratulations on a great season. Uh, it was a, a Fun season for you, I know, and where I live, there's a lot of Bengals fans. I didn't know it until later in the year, but a lot of Bengals fans, and so congratulations on a fun year and the future. What it holds for the Bengals with Joe Burrow at quarterback is a great deal. I really thought there was a chance for a Joe Burrow legendary game-ending drive, and uh, it just didn't happen, And but that's nothing to hang your heads about. Uh, Joe Burrow is a great quarterback, and I think we'll see him – uh, challenging for Super Bowls in the years to come, along with a tough AFC, right? Josh, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, uh, there as well, as well as several other quarterbacks. So, uh, it'll be fun, fun to watch how all that shakes out. Justin Herbert, I knew I was, I was thinking that somebody couldn't remember who it was, but, uh, nonetheless, it is there as well. All right. Thank you for tuning into this abbreviated version of the sports stove. We're we'll back on Wednesday with our local hour and on Friday, dad will join me and we'll talk more sports. Probably be able to come back and look at the Super Bowl again as well. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sports Stove Podcast. Until next time, we'll see you around Sports Stove.
0: What's going on, Belly Up Sports fans? Thanks for tuning in to the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. We have some really exciting news for several Belly Up Podcast Network shows. The Sports Stove Podcast The Rough Cut Sportscast, and here in Puckburg have all been nominated for a Sports Podcast Award. So, head on over to sportspodcastawards.com and make sure to vote for the Sports Stove Podcast for Best College Sports Podcast and Best News and Current Affairs Podcast. Vote for the Rough Cut Sportscast for Best American Football Podcast and vote for here in Puckburg for Best Winter Sports Podcast. Again, that website is sports.com podcastawards.com thanks for being the best part of belly up sports we are what they aren't from belly up sports and the belly up podcast network you're listening to the sports stove podcast with your host vince stover hey
1: good looking what you got cooking about cooking something up.